last week we were talking about how to be class apart how to be set apart how to be special and if you remember the verse that we were looking on was john 17:17 that says sanctify them in your truth and your word is truth set them apart this is the prayer of jesus just before he leaves he says set them apart in your truth in your reality god's reality sets us apart Amen God's reality can set us apart and his word is his reality so if there's anything that is in your life that does not that does not align with the reality of God that does not align with the reality of Jesus you can find that reality in the word in the word is his reality amen but that reality will not open up to you if you just sleep on the word you know if you take your bible put it next to the pillow you know i used to do that when we used to have nightmares take the bible put it under our pillow just to feel safe but the word will become real if you read it why because faith comes by hearing right so let me tell you something in the bible the word is uh there are three greek words to explain the word word the three greek words the first one is graphe if you're writing it down the spelling would be g r a p h e graphe the second word is logos l o g o s the third word is rima r h e m a now graphe means scriptures any time you encounter the word scriptures or sacred writings it comes from the greek word graphe scriptures are graphe graphe are scriptures the second one logos logos means the inspired word of god or uh it's it's the reasoning of god so john chapter 1 was one in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god that word over there is logos which refers to jesus and the word became flesh so logos is always jesus are you hearing me scriptures are graphe logos is jesus now is this jesus is the bible jesus no but the bible reveals jesus do you get it so just having the bible will not solve your problem you need jesus now how do you see jesus is when you read through the scriptures jesus you have a revelation of who jesus is see when jesus was resurrected one of the first thing that he did with his disciples who were discouraged who were moving from jerusalem to emmaus he walks with them he does not reveal himself in the flesh but he reveals himself through the scriptures so if you want to see jesus in your life through your physical eyes you have to see jesus through the scriptures first if you can see jesus through the scriptures you can see jesus in your real life so scriptures or graphe are meant to reveal the logos reveal jesus so when you read through it or when you hear a sermon you are being revealed jesus there's jesus that is being revealed the third one rima means the spoken word of god it's the spoken word 
everything that was created in the world was created by the spoken word so you know hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 which says by faith we understand that the entire world the entire cosmos the entire universe was created by the word of god that word over there is rima rima is the spoken word okay so when god said let there be light and there was light there was a spoken word on which the holy spirit acts upon now listen to me the scriptures reveal logos when you receive the logos when you have a revelation of logos the logos has the power to become rima as you speak it out and the word that you speak it out it is it has the same power as if god spoke it but it begins where reading the scriptures it begins where by meditating and confessing the scriptures meditating and confessing the scriptures brings the inspired word and the inspired word releases the rima some of you are looking so blank at me i wonder if i'm speaking english so you need scriptures you meditate on the scriptures the scriptures will reveal the person of jesus the person of jesus when you dwell upon it has the capacity to take on flesh in your life come with me james chapter 1 verse 22 James 1:22 says but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves say with me be doers how can you be a doer you cannot be a doer unless you become the word the doer of the word means doer of logos You cannot be a doer of logos you cannot be a doer of the person of Jesus unless you become the word the word can take flesh in your life did you know that the word can take flesh in your life you know the day you said Jesus yes to Jesus it was no longer the i element has died all the married people here know that the day they say yes to one another the i element has died it has become we the day you receive jesus the i element has died now it is we you and the holy spirit you and the father you and jesus it's become we that's why paul says in galatians 2:24 have been crucified with christ some of you are waiting for death to see heaven let me tell you that death has already happened you can see heaven now you've been crucified with christ i no longer who lives but christ who lives in me and the life that i now live i live by the faith of jesus so so the word that you received you received a word when you heard the gospel you received a word that word has the power has the capacity to become flesh in your life so that you can be a doer of the word see if i tell you something you know don't do this don't do that 
if you don't have the potential to do it do it me telling you is unfair like for example yesterday we were at the airplane you know we were flying and they gave us a packet of chips the packet of chips was you know filled with air and my dear friend ashish he couldn't open the packet of chips and i looked at him and i said what's the point of having so much muscles if you can't open the packet of chips he just needed to tear it but what he did was he used all his power popped it the whole chips just fell on his shirt and his pants made a mess of it <laughs> i remember the illustration but i don't remember why we came here <laughs> there we doer of the word doer of the word. you can't be a doer unless you allow the word to manifest in your life okay when i expected ashish to open the chips is because i know that he has a potential to do it i can't expect ivania who is who is a year old to open a packet of chips because she does not have the capacity right now do you get it so if you want to be a doer of the word you have to let the word manifest in your life only the word can become a doer of the word sam in its individual capacity cannot be a doer of the word but sam with jesus can become a doer of the word so the first thing the first criteria to becoming to becoming a doer of the word is read read a verse that is before it james chapter 1 verse 21 james chapter 1 verse 21 Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls So if you want to be a doer of the word the first thing is receive the implanted word You cannot be a doer without receiving the implanted word You cannot be a doer without receiving the implanted word the first thing is receive the implanted word you have to receive it you can't earn for it what do you need to do you have to receive it how do you receive something as you receive like 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 you receive a gift now you don't earn a gift you receive a gift so you receive the implanted word the implanted why is the word implanted written over before the word word is because that word implanted means it is a it is like an embryo or it has a power to germinate it is like a seed so every word that you receive has a power to germinate in your life it's like an embryo every word that you receive has a power to germinate in your, in your life see how small is a seed have you seen seeds they're tiny but one seed when it is put in the soil in the right conditions it can germinate and it can become a big tree giving too many fruits and every fruit has too many seeds you need only one seed 
of God's word, you receive it, it can germinate under the right conditions and bring forth many fruits. So what's the first thing? You have to receive the word. You have to receive the implanted word. Implanted word. The word has a capacity to go within you and from within germinate and bring forth fruit. Receive the implanted word which says, which is able to save your souls. Anything that you need saving diseases, jealousy, envy, strife, comparison, anything that you need saving, you have it in the implanted word. It has a power. John chapter 1 verse 14 says, And the word became flesh. How did the word become flesh? How did the word become flesh? What does John 1 1 says? In the beginning was the word, and the word was, and the word was God. Now, this word, where was this word 2000 years before it became flesh? Where was the word? It was with God. With God where? It was not in the physical realm. It was in the spiritual realm. So this word was always there. This word always existed in the spiritual realm. Now how did this word from the spiritual realm come into the physical realm? How did the word take on flesh? See, I'm going to tell you something very powerful. If you listen to me, Literally, you can have anything in your life as per God's will. Okay, I have to say that. As per the purposes of the kingdom, you can have anything in your life. The word that is in the spiritual became word in the physical. How did that happen? How did that happen? How did something spiritual become physical? Spoke, how, how was Jesus born, guys? Angels spoke to Mary. So there was someone who was willing to become the channel of delivering the spiritual word into the physical realm. Can you be that channel? For the word to become flesh, it requires a channel. And that channel can become you and me. You and me can become that channel. That's how you become the doer of the word. See, the angel of the Lord appeared to Mary and said, you're going to have a child. Without any natural marital relationships with a man, you're going to have a child. And Mary said, how is this possible? And look at what the angel says. Luke chapter 1 verse 34. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? It's impossible for a virgin to become pregnant without any marital relations. But look at what the angel says. And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. How do you receive every word? How do you receive the word? When the Holy Spirit 
comes upon you and overshadows you. For Mary to deliver Jesus, she got a word, she got the spiritual word from the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. That same process can happen in your life when you have been overshadowed by the power of the Holy Spirit. You receive the implanted word and that word has the capacity to be delivered through your life. Word can become flesh in you. How do you become doer of the word? You can't become doer unless the word is manifested, is delivered through your life. And for the word to be delivered through your life, you need to receive the word in the form of a seed. And that seed, the implanted word, the seed word, you receive it by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. Now, you only receive the seed word once in your life. Only once. When does that happen? When you heard the gospel and you said yes to Jesus, he came into your life. You don't receive it every Sunday. You only receive the seed word once in your life. Now when you receive that seed word once in your life, where has that seed word gone? In your spirit. So where is the embryo, Jesus, in your life? In your spirit. In your spirit. But, but here's the thing. There's a power. The embryo that has gone within you, the seed that has gone within you, has a power, has a potential to overflow from within your spirit, to overflow through your heart, through your thoughts, through your emotions, through your body. Just like Mary she got pregnant, right? And she delivered Jesus. Word became flesh. That seed that you have within you when you said yes to Jesus has the potential not to just overflow within your heart, within your soul. It has the power to save your soul, souls, but it also has the power to save your bodies. It can overflow. You can, you can actually become flesh. Those are known as the sons of God. The matured sons of God. See, for the, for the seed to grow in your life doesn't take time. For a sperm to become an embryo takes time. And, and for the baby to be delivered, it takes like nine months. But for the word to germinate, and to become a full-fleshed body requires revelation. Doesn't require time. It requires revelation. How do you become a doer of the word? By receiving the seed, which you have already received. Right? But every time, what happens is, every time you're hearing the word, you're hearing a message, you're hearing a scripture portion, you're declaring and you're reading the scriptures. Every time you do that, you're hearing God's spoken word from that seed within yourself. And that, that seed has a power 
to do whatever it takes for you to fulfill God's purpose. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, it says, verse 21, Therefore put away all filthiness and rapid wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word. So you have to receive from the implanted word. Where is the implanted word? In your spirit. So from your spirit, you're receiving it. So it's an inside out process. Everything that you need for a life of godliness is already within you. You can receive from within you. How do you receive from within you is when you hear God's word. So in the message that I speak, you have to be attentive to listen to God's word that comes to you as Rima, the now word. Today's now word might not work for you tomorrow. For tomorrow, you need the now word for tomorrow. Do you get it? You need the now word. While I'm speaking to you, while you're listening to the message, you can hear God's word for you right now in the circumstances that you're going through right now that can deliver your soul right now. Because the word that is going to bless you is the word that gets activated through my speaking. But the word that is blessing you is the word that is coming from within you. You already have it. You already have the word within you. But the logos gets activated when you listen to God's word. So just by, just by coming to church, see, let me say this. The day you accepted Jesus, you become class apart. No doubt. The day you commit yourselves to coming to church, you become another class apart. No doubt. So the more you grow in diligent, diligently, the more you grow in maturity in terms of responding to the word, you're becoming class apart. You can't expect Karis right now to feed himself. Why? He's a baby. But when he becomes 18 years old, you don't expect to feed him like you feed him now. Why? Because various stages of maturity defines how you respond. So what worked for you 10 years ago will not work for you right now spiritually if you have matured in the spiritual realm. You have to respond to the word. So, so whatever you need in your life comes from within. The word that you received as Jesus, the seed has the potential to become real. It gets activated when you hear God's word. That's why the word needs to come to you as a revelation. So I can be speaking on anything. Right? But the Holy Spirit from those words can release a Rima word into your life. And set you free. Amen. See, let me show you a verse. You might say I'm speaking all this from my philosophy. Let me show you a verse. Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2. Are you there? Proverbs chapter 2. My son, if you receive my words... And treasure up my commandments with you, with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom 
and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. You cannot find God's knowledge being lazy. That's what I'm trying to say. It requires a certain amount of diligence from your side. That's why he says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. So if you, when you're sitting here and when you're receiving word, if you're diligent enough to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, one word is enough to set you, set you free from whatever you require right now. One word. Doesn't require time. It just requires a revelation of the word. One word is enough. One word is enough for you to be delivered from that sickness that you've been struggling with for the last 20 years. One word is enough for you to be set free from all the debts that you are in for the last 15 years. One word is enough. One word. Because everything that you need, you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in you. It is in you. So when you receive God's word, you're listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So sit sit with attention. Sit with complete attention. Not just to the words that I'm speaking. Sit with complete attention to what the Holy Spirit is speaking over your life. He's using me as a channel to speak into your life. Look at here. There's so many people here, right? Online, offline. There's so many people here. But the Holy Spirit knows how to contextualize this word for you in your life. It can become personal. That's why I'm saying I can speak on any random thing. But the Holy Spirit can bring you attention to that one word that he needs to release in your life. So listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Just like see Jesus through the scriptures, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit through the sermon. It will set you for life. Amen? Okay, now come. Come with me. James chapter 1. James chapter 1, verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Verse 23. For if anyone is hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he'll be blessed in his doing. So what's the difference between a doer of the word and a hearer of the word? What is the difference? The doer of the word, there are three main differences, okay? The doer of the word is one who perseveres. What does he persevere in doing? In looking at the word. Because here, James is using the illustration of the word as a spiritual mirror. What does a mirror do? Mirror just reveals who you are. So the natural mirror will show you the natural self. It will show you how tall you are. It will show you how your face looks like. It just gives you a reflection of your natural being. 
the spiritual mirror will give you a reflection of your spiritual self. So when you look at the mirror, which is God's word, which acts like a spiritual self, what do you see? What do you see in the spiritual mirror? Who you are and who are you? You're exactly like Jesus. See, when you see yourself in the natural mirror, oh man, I'm short. Oh, my, my stomach is pouting. You know, you have so many things that you see in the natural and get disappointed. But when you see yourself in the spiritual, it reflects the person of Jesus that is within you. So the hearer of the word is, he saw his spiritual reflection and just walked out and forgot what he saw. So he behaves in his natural self because he's just forgotten what he's seen. That's a hearer of the word. Hearer of the word forgets what he has just seen. He saw Jesus. Oh, that's me. But he just forgot what he saw. So he behaves like his natural self. The doer of the word is one who does, who perseveres. What does he persevere in? In seeing, in looking at his spiritual reflection. See, just imagine with me. If there was a mirror here, and if the mirror could show you the spiritual reflection of who you are, most of you would be shocked. You wouldn't believe. And that's a hero of the word. We look at the word. Oh, yeah, good, good, good. But I can't relate with it. And that's why when you get out, you behave as your natural person. As your natural self. Because you really haven't taken the time to persevere in seeing the reflection and to know, in spite of what I see through my physical eyes, this is who really I am. The world says, that you're a short-tempered person, but the word says, I'm compassionate. I'm slow to anger. You have to persevere. Persevere at looking in the mirror. That's why Paul says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing, not just heard once. Not just hearing Sunday to Sunday, but hearing the word of God. The psalmist says, God spoke to me once, but I heard it twice. He spoke to me once, but I kept hearing it again and again, again and again through meditation. Persevere. Persevere in the word. You've received the implanted word. That was done. You received it. Now persevere in that word. Persevere in that word. The second thing he says is, the difference is, being no hero who forgets, but a doer who acts. So the second thing is, a doer of the word does not forget what he saw. You saw a reflection of who you are. You saw a spiritual reflection of who you are. You did not forget quickly. You remember, I am the righteousness of God. I am saved. I've been forgiven so I can forgive easily. Whatever we struggle with today, right? Be it envy, jealousy, forgiveness, hurt, whatever we struggle with today is because we struggle to see that God has already released it over our lives. We don't forgive because we don't think we are forgiven. We hold everybody accountable because we think God is holding us accountable. If you can receive that perfectly from God, you can lend it perfectly to others. See, grace is purely 
expressed with people. Let me explain what, what I'm trying to say. You might know every verse that talks about grace and you might be an expert in grace theology. But your grace theology will be tested when you behave with people. Then you will know, oh, do I really have grace? Because this grace that works in you has the potential to express itself out. I forgive you. Why? Because I know that God forgives me. I love you. Why? Because I know that God loves me. I know that you have done this so much, but I'm not going to reciprocate the way that you have behaved with me. Why? Because God does not do that with me. Your revelation of God is how you're going to behave. So the second, one, second point is remembering what you just saw. In the kingdom, what you forget, what you remember will define the reality that you live in. Hallelujah. See, God, God told the Israelites, don't let these blessings make you forget that it was I who has delivered you from Egypt and it was I who gave you the power to make wealth. Because these blessings have these blessings, there's a possibility that these blessings can delude us from seeing the giver and make us forget in the short-sightedness that, oh, I made this, I did this by myself. I got this promotion because of me. I got this business deal because of how smart I am. And God says, do not forget. Remember. You know, he, he read that verse, Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. And remember and know that it is the Lord your God who has given you the power to make wealth. Remember. 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 We did not do it by our strength. So the doer of the word is one who remembers. If you can remember from Monday to Saturday what you've heard on a Sunday, it'll set you free. It'll prepare you for all the challenges that you go through. Remember, don't forget. So what happens when you forget? Go back into listening to it again. That's how you remember. How do you remember? You know, we, we, we had a friend in college you know, who used to remember by just repeating stuff. The Lord is the Lord is He used to be so annoying. We used to tell him, please, please, could you just go isolate yourself and do it? But that's the way he used to memorize by speaking it out loud. How do you memorize? I don't know. Whatever works for you. But the key is you have to remember. It shouldn't be just a Sunday sermon. It should become a reality for your week. This word that has been spoken over your life can become real, can take on flesh, can manifest through your life. So remember. How do you remember? By persevering, by hearing it again and again, again and again, again and again. See, I'm, I'm telling you this not to boast, but I'm telling you this so that you can take it as an example. There are some sermons that I've probably heard more than 100, 200 times. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. But I know that I, until I haven't really got the juice out of it, I'll keep listening to it again and again. Until I don't see it in my life, I'll keep listening to it again and again. 
before I spoke about favor, I would have heard probably 300 hours of, of, of the word on favor. Why? Because faith comes by hearing. My assignment, when I have to prepare the word, more than trying to figure out the illustration, trying to figure out the flow, my assignment is God, breathe on this word in my life. So I take this word. What's the word? Today's word for me was, therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word. Receive with meekness the implanted word. I kept on meditating it. The whole night I kept on meditating it. In my subconscious I'm meditating it. And when it becomes alive, then you know that the Rima word that has spoken brings changes. It starts transforming lives. So it's not the more information that you have. It is also not the, a lot of revelation that you have. It is for you to see the word in flesh. For you to see the word in reality. There are some words, verses in the Bible, which you know as a concept, but it has a potential to become your reality. The overtaking blessings of God. The Lord will lift you high above all the nations of the earth and will bless you and the blessing of the Lord will come upon you and overtake you. Have you seen that as a reality? If not, <laughs> don't argue with it. Sit on it, meditate on it till it becomes a reality. Don't quickly move from one portion to another. Make that word a reality in your life. See it through your physical eyes. Spiritual word has a potential to become a physical word through the channel that you are. But it can happen when you meditate on God's word. Meditate on God's word. And finally, he says, James chapter 1 verse 22, sorry, 25, he says, A doer is one who perseveres. He does not forget, but he remembers and Act. So if you remember, what will you do? You will act. If you've seen a reflection of who you are, you will act accordingly. If you see a reflection that you are the king, you will act like a king. If you see a reflection that you are like a lord, you will act like a lord. If you see a reflection that you are like a priest, you will act like a priest. If you see a reflection that you are the righteousness of God, you will act the righteousness of God. So you remember, when you remember, you act accordingly. The last line, I love this. He will be blessed in his doing. As you act, you will be blessed. This is where I want to tell you, some of you are waiting for external circumstances to change. Your circumstances will not change unless you act upon the word that you have received. Because you will be blessed in your doing. You sat on the word, you got God's word, God spoke to you. But if you're not acting upon that word, you will, be not, you will not see the blessing. You are blessed in your doing. See, when, before, before I started the business, a couple of years ago, I, I got this word, a prophetic word. And that prophetic word really got me upset. And I was like, I was asking God, God, what do you want me to do? The prophetic word was basically, Sam, you're too content in your life. You need to take a risk. 
I'm like, okay, how do I take a risk? And the Lord said, what if you wanted to expand your business? What do you want? I said, I would like to hire two people, but I don't have the finances to hire two people. So God said, it's like a conversation that I'm having. Okay. So I'm just telling you. So God said, how much finances do you need? So I thought in my mind, you know, if I need, this is like a minimum salary that you need to pay. Uh, if I need for six months, this is the budget that I'm looking for. That's the conversation that I had with God. But do you know what? I did not get the finances. But I took a step of faith. Because I heard God's word, that he'll be there with me, he'll bless me on it. I took a step of faith. What I did was, I took two people and I said, I'm going to pay you this salary. Not the salary that I spoke with God. I'll give you a basic salary that will cover your transport. That's it. In the three months, I'll teach you. And let's see where it goes. Those two guys, they trusted me. They came. I, I taught them what we had. You wouldn't believe in within those three months, God blessed us that we were able to give them a minimum salary. Within six months, God blessed us that we were, we were able to double their salaries. It takes a step of faith. If you've heard God's word, it takes a step of faith. God told us, go to Dubai. And we were like, we don't have the finances to go to Dubai. But one day I was, when I was praying, I heard the Holy Spirit, if I have told you, then just do it. The finances will come. We did it. And the finances came. Overtaking blessings. That the blessings will catch up to you. But you have to take a step of faith. Faith is spelled as R-I-S-K. Some of you have heard God's voice, but you're still so comfortable, you're waiting for your circumstances to change. The circumstances will change when you remember what you have heard, when you persevered in what you've heard, and when you act accordingly. When you act accordingly in the physical, the spiritual will bring all the necessary changes that needs to be done. So take a step of faith. Why? Because you're blessed in your doing. Blessed in your doing. Take a step of faith. If you've heard God's word, just do it. In fact, you know, I was talking uh, to a friend of mine. And, you know, he was bothered about, he just got a new house and he was bothered about all the work that needs to be done in the house. Now, immediately I said, hey, hey brother, if you heard the voice of the Lord, in buying the house. And if he got you the house, why can't you just trust him that he'll take care of all the needs that is there to be, you know, that is there to fix the house. You just go on with your life as if it's already done. You don't worry too much about it. Just go ahead with all the other responsibilities that you have. The moment I spoke that, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. You do the same. And empower me. The Lord has spoken. It will be done. Me worrying about it is not going to bring it any more closer. If the Lord has told me, He will do it. I, I took the step of faith that I need to. Now, He'll do it. Now, I'll just move on to other responsibilities that I have. I'm not going to put too much value in it. 
The problem is we stay there. God, when are you going to do it? <laughs> My bank balance is not being filled. When are you going to do it? You move on with your other responsibilities. It will happen. If you've heard the word of the Lord, it will happen. Amen? The only disclaimer is, you have to hear God's word. Risking yourself without hearing God's word is reckless. But if you heard God's word, it will happen. But you have to take that step of faith. That's why I'm saying, don't wait for external circumstances. Wait for God's word. Because God's word can set you apart. God's word can, one moment, one moment can deliver you from what you are. Don't try to, see, I know we are all natural beings and we want to think in our natural ways, you know. Oh, I have, oh, this This month was heavy, you know. Oh, I, I'm, I'm talking like Ashish, okay. This month was heavy. Oh, Asa Sam asked me to go to Dubai. I had to go with him now. I don't know how will I work for my finances. Oh, this is the salary that I get. Now, don't try to think naturally because if you try to think naturally, you can operate naturally. Think supernatural. If it was God who called you, then it was God who will provide for you. It was God who will deliver for you. So instead of waiting on, maybe this person will help, maybe that, or maybe I'll get a PF, maybe I'll get bonus. <laughs> Forget all of that. Wait on God's word. God, I just need your word that assures me. That one word. Once you get that word, stay in that word and act as if God has already done it. And you'll see your breakthrough. That's why I said, nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be impossible for you. If you can receive the word and if you can put that word into action. Amen? Put that word into action. A lot of you, this is the end of the year and I know a lot of you have heard God's word and you have seen glimpses or what that word means. Stay on that word. And as you stay on that word, you will have the conviction, which is the faith. You will have the conviction and the faith to do what the word requires you to do. When you work the word, when you do the word, you will see blessing. You will be blessed in your doing. Amen? The richest place on the earth is the graveyard. Because so many people have died without fulfilling the dreams that God has blessed them. And I pray it will not be with you guys. It will not be with you. If you have heard God's word, if you haven't heard God's word, hear God's word. If you have heard God's word, you will have the faith to step out and do the work. Work the word. Amen? Amen.